Loving God, as we continue to pray, we ask you to speak your word in us and through us. And may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be found acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Today's passage is a very familiar passage. The way the lectionary had it, there was, they're going to a place to retreat and then seeing the disciples on the other side after they have come out of the boat in Genesaret. But it skips out what I think is the key to the passage. So I have included in our reading for today the two portions of the text which are the highlight. I have a little more hum than I need, Trevor. The highlight of what the text is about. Jesus feeding the 5,000 and Jesus walking on water. And my title today is Amazing Things Happen If You Can Get to the Right Place. There are a lot of musicians who tell me that if they can get to the right place, their composition and their playing is off the charts. I know if you're watching the basketball, it's all about people getting to the right spot on the court. Because professional athletes, if you get them to the right spot, they will execute at a high level. I want us to feel that for all of us in this room, whatever we're good at or whatever we're aiming at, if we could just get to the right place, tremendous things would happen. Jesus and his disciples had come out of this experience of him sending them out to teach and to preach and to heal and they had finished that mission and they were coming back feeling exhausted and feeling in need of renewal and help and Jesus saw them coming back and he says let's go to a place where we can rest and retreat. Anybody ever felt like if you could just give me a moment to replenish and rekindle my energy, I would be at my utmost best. The problem with the text is that as they set out to go to what's called a deserted place, the people who were in need of the healing, teaching, ministry of Jesus also decided that they were going to get to that place. And so by the time the disciples and Jesus made their way there, guess who was there? Crowds. Not one person, not 10 people, not 15, not 20. We're told that at least 5,000 men were there, which means women and children were not counted. So it had to be a crowd of significant magnitude. And the crowd was filled with spiritual 
hunger. And they had gone to that place with spiritual hunger saying, God, if you are here and you deposit a word in me, it might change the trajectory in my life. The people who were around this rabbi from Nazareth understood the power of his teaching because he taught with authority and people's lives were being transformed. I don't know if you at any time in your life have ever just wanted a word from God. A word packaged and designed just for you. And that if you receive that word, it just changes Everything. Well, they were getting the word on the hillside. And I don't know if you've gone to a convention or a conference or a revival or maybe even a sermon where the preacher has gone on for too long. Midday, mid-afternoon, and now it's getting close to evening. And the spiritually hungry people become also physically hungry. Do any of us listening know what happens to us when we need to eat and we can't get anything to eat? Some very nice people just start to change, right? And if it's not part of your deliberate plan that you were out for fast, all of a sudden, I want food to eat. And the people had a desperation and they wanted something to eat and they come to, to the disciples and the disciples knowing that Jesus is this wonder working miracle worker says you should have something to give them and Jesus says this is not my problem it's your problem you give them something to eat that's a problem right Jesus passes it over to them and suddenly the disciples are in a place of vulnerability. I want to ask you as you've gotten up and come to worship today and I praise everybody who is here in the sanctuary and I praise everybody who is connecting because guess what? The the world is as it is. You don't have to do any of it. So people come because they want something. Have you ever considered what kind of place you are in your journey and what you need and if you're in a place of vulnerability what God needs to do in you and with you so that you can come out of that place of vulnerability in a better way. Jesus says I want to know what you got. Now, because all of us know this story, we want to put the little boy in it, right? As was in the children's time. We want to say five loaves and two fish brought by a boy. But in Mark's gospel, which is the original gospel, there is no little boy. 
which means it could have come from a woman, it could have come from a man, it could have come from a child, that Mark really is saying that it doesn't matter the sex or the age of the person. What matters is, are you in a place of availability? Because this human being who had brought their lunch to the party could have in a specific way said, this is mine. Why do the rest of you think about this? Have you, ever, have you ever seen somebody who, when their smartness gets to a point where they just are dismissive of everybody else? But the power of the text is that what you bring with you can either be your lunch or it can be the ingredients for a mighty miracle of God. And I get to decide that every moment I wake up, what I bring with me to this day, what I bring with me to this encounter, what I bring with me to this moment, is it just a little bit or is it something that our imaginative, creative God can take and do wondrous things with? And the audacity of this text is that if you are in the right place with what you have and what you offer and what you surrender to God, God can take it and do special things. Five loaves and two fish. A hundred people there, a hundred people here. Fifty here, fifty there. Laid out in groups. Everybody fed and twelve baskets left over. When you're in the place of availability, you become a resource not just for yourself, but you become a resource for the Powerful and plenteous and numerous people that God would put in your space. Yet, the scripture says that even after Jesus does this at the place, he sends the disciples away. The disciples are in a boat who, and they, something happens to them, they go off course. Well, if you're an experienced fisherman, if you're an experienced seafarer, one of the skills and gifts that you have is that you think you are able to navigate whatever is before you. And I am hearing in the text that there are some people, even though they may be skilled and gifted at their craft, that they can go off 
course. And when you go off course, you need the Lord of life to show up in the midst of your storm and to get you back to where you need to be. We're getting ready for the Olympics. And every time I watch the Olympics, I watch the 4 by 100 relay. Fast people who have trained not for one week or two weeks. They've trained for months and years. But the key thing to execute that 4 by 100 relay is to be in sync and to get in the right place at the right moment so that you can execute what God has for you. When I watch professional football or professional soccer or professional basketball or tennis, it's about the ability of the athletes to get to the spot. When you get to the spot, tremendous things happen. Some of us are either ahead of God in the schedule So we get to the place early. Or some of us, God is there, but we're over here. Find your place or make your place. You know, I like the text because... In this text, they set out to go on retreat. Crowds show up. They're in the middle of the boat. They're off course. Jesus shows up. They go over and cross into Genesaret. And in this new place, people show up. And in the midst of it all... God is saying, if you are able to discern the time and the season, I can use what is common for your experience and bless you in ways that you don't understand. I heard the story from 1969, and let me share it with you. A monk set out on his travels accompanied by his assistant. This assistant was a brother. Night was falling and the monk told the brother to go ahead to find lodging. The brother searched the desert landscape until he found a humble shack. This humble shack was in the middle of nowhere and a poor family lived in the shack. The family was made of a mother, a father and children who were dressed in rags and the brother asked if he and the monk could spend the night in their dwelling. They said, you're most welcome to spend the night. And this family in the shack prepared a simple meal consisting of fresh milk, cheese, and cream for the brother and monk. The brother felt moved by their poverty and 
even more by their simple generosity. And when they were finished eating, the monk asked them how they managed to survive in such a difficult space and place. The husband said, we have one cow. We sell her milk to our neighbors who do not live too far away. We hold back enough for our needs and we make some cheeses and cream. That is what we eat. The next morning, the brother and the monk said their goodbyes and set out to continue their journey. After the monk and the brother had walked a mile, the monk turned to the brother and said, Go back and push the cow off the cliff, the cliff. Father, the brother replied, they live off the cow. Without her, they will have nothing. The monk repeated his order. Go back and push the cow off the cliff. So with a heavy heart, the brother returned to the shack. He looked around. He didn't see anybody. He was worried about the future of the family. But also he was committed to the obedience to his superior, the wise monk. And so he pushed the cow off the cliff. The cliff. Years later... This brother became a monk. And one day he found himself on the very same road where he had found lodging with the monk many years ago. He was driven by this sense of remorse and guilt. And so he said, let me see if I can find the family who had fed us that night when we were on the road. He rounded the curve of the road and to his surprise, instead of a shack, he saw a splendid mansion. Surrounded by landscape gardens in a place where the shack used to be. The new house was all glistening and beautiful and the monk knocked on the door. A well-dressed man answered and the monk asked whatever became of the family who used to live here. Did they sell the property to you? The man looked surprised and said that he and his family had lived on that property for all of their life. Well, because he was hospitable, the man, the man invited the monk to stay with him as his guest. And while they ate, the host explained that the family's how the family's fortune changed. He says, you know, Father, we used to have a cow. She kept us alive. We didn't know own anything else. And guess what? One day the cow fell down the cliff and died. Well, to survive, we had to start doing other things, develop skills we didn't know we had. 
we were forced to come up with new ways to move our life forward. I believe God is speaking to somebody. If you're in the same place, you're not going to get to where God wants you to be. There are people who want fish, but they're on dry land. If you want fish, you got to go to where the fish is. you got to be close to the water. If you want different things to happen in your life, you have to say, God, can you help me to revamp or to restyle or, or, or to reinterpret so I can go where you want me to go. I'm touched when I read the scripture that the people on the other side of the Sea of Galilee, the people in Genesareth, received wonderful healing and miracles from Jesus because they were in a different place than his disciples who even though he had fed 5,000 people did not understand that he was the Lord of life and the giver of good gifts and that to receive from God and to move your life forward you have to be in a different place. I ask those of us who are worshiping today, whether you're worshiping in your bedroom or in the kitchen or out in the park or in your car or here in the sanctuary, just remember that for God to do the amazing things that God wants to do in my life and your life, we have to be able to shift to a different place if you can't just acknowledge that you can't but I'm thinking maybe if you kill the cow 